Okay. So, Karina, click with me. Yep. BJ's, BJ is clank. Drink. I was like, you have a plastic cup, so. What's in your cup today? Who, me? Yeah. You're uh, now who I'm exclusively talking to. Okay, well, hell, I never know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I felt bad because I was like, well, shit. Like, I don't want to be, like, I don't want him just, like, Getting sloshed on his own. That's tragic. Like, no one else needs to repeat my Monday nights. You know what I mean? So, uh... Lord! <laughs> so, uh... I, like, went down to the store and, like, got a beer. Oh, awesome. Okay, For solidarity. Cool. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so... Let's, like... Uh, hi. My name is BJ Sawyers, and I am doing once on this island and i am guest number nine co-host number nine co-host number nine i love it i'm so excited for those of you keeping track this is in fact my second appearance um it's okay i'm not karina dylan i get it <laughs> listen you know you've got one more in the barrel at least honey and she's ready Locked and loaded. Listen, and I wasn't I wasn't gonna do this show with anybody else. Look, I'm ready. I'm ready to get all your black shows. If you need Aida, I got you. Stop. What you you want you want showboat? You want <laughs> Okay, well Ragtime? So we're gonna we're gonna I love ragtime. We'll both cry at ragtime. We won't do that. Okay. Okay, but an all gay production and call it fag time. I'm so ready. Okay. <laughs> so so we are so this is this is a special episode. Yes. Uh for two separate reasons. Uh for three separate reasons. BJ's back. Hi. Um it is the first time I'm doing a show without an intermission. It is also the first time I'm doing a show that has a revival. So it's it's gonna be great. Did um, the last five years not have an intermission? Did we ever figure that out? No, I, the consensus was no. It it did not have a. It was just straight through. Okay. And I guess it had a revival, but it was never it was eligible never for Broad- Tonys. Yeah, I would say it wasn't on Broadway. So yeah, I it was. Count it. We count we count theater in this house, honey. That's why you're zooming in. Um, so, okay, so, quick disclaimer, my plan is to get drunk, so I will get things wrong, and you know what that is? That's okay. Honey, it happens to the best of us. Okay. Not me, So um, I mean, the rest of you, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I'm just gonna ask everybody to like, follow, and subscribe to Booze and Broadway on Instagram, um, and where uh, wherever you like to listen, where uh, Spotify, Apple, Pro- uh, Apple products, Apple Podcasts, uh, and we'll be set. And also share. You've got Apple products. All right. Me. Uh, please share. Please share the the podcast. That'd be and fuego. Um, also, please send stories, BJ. I know you've got stories to send me. 
Look, do you want me to send the story about you with the hanger? Because I will. I, okay, send me the send me that one. But I also already know the first one I'm telling when I when I do a episode. Is it? I have a line for a guard. It is. I have a line <laughs> for the guard. And that's, I I already know that's the name of that little mini so that I'm gonna. Oh do. my god! I'm so excited. Um. Okay. So, um, let's get into the drink. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm calling this the Jewel of the Antilly, um, which feeds into the show. It is, listen, for those of you who are about to be shook, I'm so sorry. The blue carousel was not used in the making of this drink this week. But you know what? You can probably add it. Yeah. Um, so what we did, I was also going to call this uh, the human heart because it's a little pink. Mm. It matches uh, T-Moon's dress. Um so it is Sprite, not endorsed, um, <laughs> uh, peach schnapps, some strawberry syrup that has no alcohol in it. And BJ, I'm so sorry. This is why you can't drink it this week. It's got mango uh, vodka in it. Oh, it sounds delicious. It sounds delicious, but you will die. I will straight up die, but what a way to go. <laughs> It's good. I gave, I made Dylan one, and he goes, does this have alcohol in it? And I said, yes. And he goes, this is dangerous, because it's good. <laughs> yep. Um, so. I mean, you know, maybe, you know, one of these days. This is a jerk. I'll just be like, this is it. Mango it up. You know, there's a story I found somewhere of a kid who was allergic. He was either allergic to ice cream. Oh, he was allergic to peanut butter. He's allergic to peanut butter, and he, uh, his friend was eating peanut butter at lunch, and he goes, oh, I really want to eat that peanut butter, and he goes, yeah, but aren't you allergic? He goes, yeah, and he goes, but screw it. I want to know what it's like, and he takes a bite of the peanut butter, and he pulls an EpiPen out and stabs himself in the leg. That's the chaotic energy that I have every day in my life. <laughs> Absolutely it is um so yeah um so bj can't drink this okay so are you ready beyond you've seen the show yes i have we saw the same production we just did not get to go together correct i'm going to talk about that production at one point and That's i think fine. you know exactly what, that i know i know you know what i'm about to talk about i'm, I'm down okay great um, it was good. She was cute. It was, she was. It was the first time I had ever seen the show in person. Mm. So, okay. Uh, okay, so it's a one-act musical. Uh, the book and lyrics are by L- Ooh. Lynn Aarons. Lynn Aarons. You better read these names. <laughs> So the music is by Stephen Flattery. Flaherty. Uh huh. <laughs> We're doing great. Uh, stunning. Okay. It opened on October 18th, 1990, a year before I was born. That's rude. Um, well, at the Booth Theater. And it ran for uh, 
just over a year. It closed on December 1st, 1991. 469 performances. For those of you who are unaware, that means that this musical is 30 years old, the same age as me. We will not ooh, be taking ooh, comments ooh, at this time. Ooh, 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 ooh. I was singing some of the songs this afternoon, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to sing that an octave down when I know I'm going to attempt it <laughs> in this recording tonight. I mama will provide. I, I, I'm not going to lie, I've been waiting. That human heart. Uh, Stop. So it was directed by Grisella Danielle. We love it. It did very well. It had your friend and mine playing to Moon. LaChance? LaChance. LaChance. Damn it. At least I didn't say LaChance like other white people. You right. You were were half there. (laughs) Um... So that was when she was a baby. Mm-hmm. We baby. She went on to be, yeah, she went on to be uh, Celia in the Color Purple, and she was Donna in the Donna Summers musical. Sure was. Tony, she's a Tony winner, but she's also multiple time Tony nominee. She was also in If Then, uh, and she starred opposite of Jen Coella. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Well, and Adina Menzel. I mean, but Idina Menzel was, like, in a couple with, like, the, the guys or whatever, but uh, Sean's was, like, in a lesbian oh. couple with Jen Coella. I, I understand what you mean now. Gotcha. Okay. So let's get into it. This is the original production, the 1990 production. It got nominated for a lot of things, but only nominations. There were no wins mm. uh, this year for this show. So it was nominated for Best Musical, Best Book, Best Score, Best Direction, Best Choreo, Best Costume, Best Lighting, and Best Featured Actress, which is so funny because she was labeled as a featured actress in this production. Yeah. Well, I think that's so weird that it was nominated for damn near every category it can be and it didn't win a single thing. But, you know, that's a, well, that's, a, that's a story for another time, baby. Mama, it's the story for right now. That's what we're talking about. Racism. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Actually, probably yes. In the 90s, it probably was. Yeah, I say, honestly, it probably was what stopped it. Which fucking sucks. I wonder what it but, went against. I'm sure some theater nerd is, like, having a full fucking convulsion right now. Like... You can say Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, Emily, I love sweetie, you. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm sorry to this man. I'm so sorry um, to this man. <laughs> um, so now let's talk about the revival. Honey. This revival is one of the coolest revivals I have ever seen. Or had knowledge of. Now, okay. It was directed by Michael Arden. Mm. We know him. He did Bear a Pop Opera. And he was uh, 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 Quasimodo. Yes. In, in Hunchback. The paper Mill production? Yeah. 
Um, the one that there was a recording of yes. with Patrick Page. Yes. So, Does that mean Patrick Page, everyone. The fucking rafters. That shit is unnecessary. Patrick Page is in Hades Town. So there it is. That's my own. Well, that's probably not my only one, but that's my first one. Um, <laughs> so, um, the choreography was by Camille A. Brown, not Camilla Brown. Camille A. Brown. Okay, it opened at the Circle in the Square. This is what I love about the Circle in the Square theater. It is literally a roundabout theater with the stage in the middle. So, like, you kind of have to involve the audience a little bit. With entrances and exits, there is a bit of, like, running past people. Oh, yeah. Which I like. Oh, I realize I'm screaming. My headphones were on whisper mode. And I was like, why can't I hear myself? (laughs) (laughs) okay so this is not strong enough okay (laughs) so it opened at the circle in the square on december 3rd 2017 okay so it ran until it ran for two years it ran a long time you love to see it it should it should have run longer it 1,000% should have kept going. It... Uh, okay. It closed on January 6th, 2019, after 458 performances. So just shy of what the original production did. Correct. Um, so... it's a, I'm going to talk about the stage now. Because my notes say, talk about the stage. The stage? Karina. The stage, Karina doesn't know anything about this show, but she's listening. Oh, the stage is perfect. The stage is sand. It's legit ass sand with an overturned boat and a light pole that has fallen over and these two gates that have like fallen on top of each other, like some like barrels that like people start fires in and then like a semi truck that they can open and use as an entrance and exit. And then like this little pool of water that is its own entrance and exit. It literally looks like, okay, we're, we're going to get into this a little bit, but the stage is like so cool. Mm -hmm. And like the people in the front row can literally like take their shoes off and put their feet in the sand. It's so neat. If if you want an idea, if you're, you say so gross yeah here oh, okay. here in the world of 2020 that's i'm like oh with other people that oh, couldn't be me <laughs> so it couldn't be me um so if you want an idea of what we're talking about look it up and watch the tony performance because they basically yes. brought they, they kind of picked up to, the stage yeah to the theater yeah and and brought it so it's the fucking coolest thing uh, just so okay. everyone is aware, it lost to the Will Rogers Follies in 1991. That's the musical it lost against. There have been there have been 18 Follies. The other people in the category were Miss Saigon and Secret Garden. Are you kidding me? Miss Saigon lost. A lot of people don't like Miss Saigon though. How I don't well, understand because I love Miss Saigon, but mm-hmm. okay, so. We talked about the revival a little bit. The revival yes. got so many 
Tony noms. It got a lot of Tony noms as well, but it only won one. And Mama, it was the one to win. It, it sure was. Best revival. Which it deserved, in my opinion. As, as soon as they got the nom, I was like, they've won. Yeah. There's no way they haven't won. For sure. Um, so it got Best Revival. The other nominations were Best Actress for Haley Kilgore. Again, listed as Best Actress, not Featured Actress. Which I think is wild. Um, I've, I've already said what I think it is, so. Best Direction, Best Scenic Design, Best Costume, Best Lighting, Best Sound, Best Orchestration. How it didn't win for Best Scenic Design, I will never understand. What was it up against? It was past... Okay. (laughs) Well, if you want to look it up, you can, but I'm going to move on because I've got to talk about two separate casts now. Okay. It was Carousel and My Fair Lady. Mama, what? But what? But what else was that? Was that? Those were other revivals. What was else? What one that year? It, oh, that might have been Hades Town year. Was that Hades? That wasn't Hades Town year, was it? No, uh, it's like Not Frozen, Mean Girls, Band Visit. Band. Okay, so if y'all want to look up year. the Tony perform, if y'all want to look up the Tony performance of <laughs> of um. Once on this island. So they have live chickens and live goats in this show. It's like it's literal which, animals. Yeah, and and we'll we'll get we'll talk about it in just a second. Um but in the in the Tony performance, you know, they're doing their thing, they're trying to include the audience. And uh <laughs> while Alex Newell is singing, uh, they pan to <laughs> this guy feeding a goat next to Nathan Lane. And it looks like he's trying to get Nathan Lane to pet the goat. And Nathan Lane's like, oh, no, thank you. And our friend Taylor (laughs) made the funniest meme. And it's like Nathan Lane is like everybody watching the Tonys. And the guy feeding the goat was the Tony Awards. And the goat was the band's visit. (laughs) Yes. He's wild. But it's true. It, 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 It won a lot. It, it won an obscene amount of things. It, it won so much that year. Because I remember, like, I was like, oh, I like the band Visit. The music's good. And then, like, just watching it sweep, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so... And then Lauren Metcalf okay. won, and I was like, well, okay, things are back to normal, so... Again, and we talked about this in the last episode we did together, Lori Metcalf is an automatic win if she's nominated. Automatic. It's really unfortunate for anyone else. Okay. The cast. I'm going to do each character and then their original production and the revival production. That's how we're going to keep the same. Efficient. We like it. T-Moon was originally played by Lashans. Lashans. And then the reboot. In in the reboot. (laughs) The reboot. In the revival, she was played by newcomer Haley Kilgore. A wee babe. They purposely cast... Somebody who had not been on Broadway. And there's a video that you can look up. uh, There's a video you can look up of them uh, offering her the role. And it's um, her singing the end of Waiting for Life to Begin. She's like, waiting for life to begin. And the piano stops. 
And Michael Arden is in the room, and he's like, hey, Haley, can you do one more thing for us? And she's like, yeah, sure. And she's like, he says, can you be Two Moon on Broadway? And she literally runs out of the room. And then she runs back in, and she's like, you're joking. And he's like, so is that a yes? <laughs> me. That No, me, I'd just cry. I'd, just, I'd, I'd sink to the floor and cry. You should, yeah, no. you wouldn't have made it. <laughs> you just wouldn't have. Ah! No, I mean, like, you wouldn't have made it through them playing that joke on you. Like, it wouldn't have. Oh. No, like, you would have been cut after round one, bitch. You talentless like, hat. I'm not me. How did you get this agency's contact information? <laughs> Who let you in the door? I thought we had a, a sign with your name on it. Oh, yeah, I had a mustache and a monocle. That's how I got it. <laughs> I won't pay the rent. It, oh gosh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, Daniel in the original production was played by Jerry Dixon. Jerry Dixon. Mm. Jerry Dixon. Yes. In the revival, played by a demigod himself, Isaac Powell. Sweet. That baby man Jesus. is so attractive. I would like to see it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Me. Okay. Asaka. In the original production, was played by. I love Avatar: The Last Airbender. Stop, Cassia Lewis Evans. Now, hold the fuck up. Mm. In the revival, played by your friend and mine, Alex Newell. Absolutely. This is departure of traditional casting because Alex. Does not identify as fully female. Correct? Incorrect. I've I've heard both pronouns. Um, both. I for the longest time I'm pretty sure they identified as they them. Okay, I'm so sorry. So it was. It but was I a mean, it's, it, it is not the traditional casting either way. Correct. Okay, Alex, I'm so sorry if you listen to this. Oh. Now, for when the original production did the Tony Awards performance, they sang Mama Will Provide. Lilius White was the um, uh, Asaka in that performance. She's incredible. We okay. Lilius White. I would like more of this, please, because this is not... This is not anything. Um, this is water. <laughs> this is juice. <laughs> Drink your juice, Shelby. Please. Okay. Don't do it. Agwe was played by Milton Craig Neely, and in the revival, Quentin Earl Darrington. Got that one. Deja vu. Okay. So, <clears throat> then... He was fine in the uh, revival. Yes, he was. Um... Erzuli was played by Andrea Fearson Tony. Now, in the revival, was played by Broadway legend, actual Broadway legend, Leia Salonga. Leia Salonga. Now, the whole point of her being in the show, because she is not, she's not black. Correct. Um, and and the show is a black cast. Mm. And so they, part of the, 
I watched a video of like how she was cast in the show, and uh, she said, "I'm not black," so we had to explain why I was in the show. Um, and it can't just be Leia Salonga is famous, right? Um. So because she's the goddess of love, she plays Urzula, the goddess of love, in the show. They um, styled her costume around being a doctor in Doctors Without Borders. Yeah. Um, so it, it made sense for her to be on the island because there is a storm and she was there trying to help. Okay. So uh, Papa Gay is played in the original production by Eric Riley and in the King Revival, we have another departure from traditional casting, uh, played by female Merle uh, Dangdridge. She's fucking phenomenal. We love Mama she's, Dangdridge. She's so good. Okay. Mama Ir- you, ooh. Yorley. Um, T-Moon's mom. Yeah. In the show. Mama. Her name is Sheila Gibbs. In the original production. and the new production, in the revival, her name's Kanita R. Miller. And she now is, um, she's now, um, in Come From Away. Yeah? Um, yeah. Do you, have you listened to it from Come From Away? Oh, it's like an avid fan. Jen Coella, she's, of course. So. Yes. She's the, um, she's the woman who keeps trying to call and find out where her son is. You, you are here. Smith, I think, was the woman who played that original yes. role. Yes. And she's who I saw on Broadway. Hugh Smith. Baby. So good. So good. She, when she was singing that, um, God, what is that song that she, this is a whole other musical. I'm sorry. Let's get back. <laughs> no, I, okay. Yes. Full, full tangent. <laughs> Emily's like, mad because we're talking about her episode right, right. now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Tauntaun Julian, father, um, his name is Ellis Williams in the original production and in the um, revival and the tour that happened. Uh, his played by Philip Boykin. Andrea, who is not the villain of this show, as so many people tried to point out, um, is played by Nikki Renee in the original production. Thank you, baby. And thank you, baby. Right. Wait, who thinks Andrea's the villain? This is good. So many people. Why? Mama. It's. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, In the the revival, she's played by Alicia. Alicia. I'm sorry. Alicia Deslereau. Mm hmm. (laughs) We're doing great. We're killing it. Okay. Killing myself. We're not that lucky. Nobody in my podcast family, please no one call the suit. Don't. I'm fine. I promise. If I can get through the last five years, I can get through once on this island. Baby. Did you get through the last Our... five years? <laughs> or did the last I had a lot of people reach years? out and check on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Armand is played by Jerry McEntry in the original production. And the revival is played by David Jennings. Now, here's one of the best little parts of the show. Lil Tamoon. Oh, little baby Tamoon. Her and the and the um <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. 
In the original production, she's played by Affy Bijot. And in the um, revival, she's double cast as uh, with actresses uh, Emerson Davis and Maya Williamson. They're so cute. They're and they're also babies. in the show a lot. Well, they're like partial narrators. Yeah, for sure. Have you watched a bootleg of the revival? <laughs> Numerous times. We okay. love slime tutorials. Yes. <laughs> now, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say the next part that I'm coming up with. BJ? I'm ready. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. You're excused. Who would you be? <gasps> oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 So I've thought about this a lot. All right. And it does not matter. It does not matter. Okay. So. <sighs> Personality wise, I'm Papa Gay. Correct. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but. Vocally, I would want to play the mom. The mom. Uh, O.T. Moon. Stop. It's like just to like to sing that morning, like with that morning tone in your voice. Like, I want. Yeah. It. I want it for me. Thank you so much. I love it. Yeah. But it'd probably um, be Papa Gay because let's be real, being <laughs> the, de- the demon in death that just fits. You'd walk out as the mom and they'd be like, is he swinging in for somebody? Because <laughs> Baby somebody must have called out today. <laughs> beard and all. They're like, oh, this poor stage manager. <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. What about you? Um, I'm not allowed to be in this show. <laughs> um, That's technically not true. Well, unless we're going to talk about that later. But we can talk about it now. Okay, there. Okay, so the whole show is based around light skinned versus not versus light skinned and dark skinned black people. Correct. Um, there are. It is written in the um. Uh, like contracts of the show that you can change some of the wording so that white people can do the show. That is not appropriate. Correct, nor is it strongly pushed. Encouraged. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would not be surprised if soon there was a um, hairspray type deal. Because, you know, the the creators of Hairspray came out and said, yeah, you have to cast the show with black people. You can't do an all-white production of Hairspray. Baby, that all-white production, don't get me started. That all-white production of Hairspray, where that little white girl said, no, the night is as black as my skin, says, get off this stage. Who Who let you? Who let you do this? Where are your parents? Anyway, go get your parents. Go sit down. Um, so it okay. I'm never going to be in the show, but right. I'd either love to be Arizuli or Asaka. You and God. Just because. Man. What'd you say? I said you and God's. Also, the mom is great, but I won't be the mom. Oh, that'd kill you. Yeah, I know. Uh, is there a pen or something? But also, I see you with your Piper Phoebe choices. 
What you mean? Izuli and Osaka? Yeah. The Oh My Goddess episode of Charmed. Where Piper was Mother Earth and Phoebe was the goddess of love. You ain't fooling nobody. You ain't nobody. Okay. So now let's talk about... Since the, Okay, so if there's going to be an intermission... Not in, not an intermission. If there's going to be an ad break, it's going to be right now. <laughs> um, we're in the Circle in the Square Theater. That's what it's called, right? Yes. Circle, Circle in the Square. Square. I can do everything so, through Erzuli, who strengthens me. Amen. Inappropriate. So we there's sand. There are people. There are goats. There is there is one chicken. Alex Newell is cooking on a on a stove. There are there's a boat, there's a light post. There's two gates that look like a little teepee. And there are, there's sand. There's so much sand. There's a semi truck, there's a little pool of water. Are you here with me? Baby, we're listening. Well, okay, so everybody's out here talking, chitting, chatting. They are all islanders. Yes. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to cry. Blackout. We hear island noises a la like wind and ocean. Then, in the darkness, we hear this woman say, there is an island where the rivers run deep. And the lights come back up, and she, she's got sand in her hand, and it's just kind of falling out. And she kind of slams her hand down on this drums. And everybody's like, hua! So everybody is a storyteller in this show. There's not, it is, it is a story, it's kind of like Pippin, where it is actors portraying characters. Yes. Okay. So everybody is an Islander. Isaac Powell is out there. Haley Kilgore is out there. Alex Newell, Leia Salonga is out there. Everybody is in street clothes. Island cargo pants, tank tops kind of thing she goes there's an island where the sea sparkles in the sun and it has earned its name the jewel of the antilles it's an it's an island where there are poor people who who work and the wealthy people get to relax because the poor people work there it's it's two two separate worlds that share one island the grand home the grand ohm who own the land and they kind of get to do whatever they want because they are what rich they are the light-skinned black okay. people okay the peasants of the island work against the natural elements but because they are connected to the land they are more spiritual than the rich people and they pray. They pray to the gods of the island. There is a Sokka. Okay, this is the coolest part. This is one of the coolest parts. 
because it's the beginning of the show and everybody's um a a, a player in the game. So like we've set up that we're kind of just like living on this island. And so there's like tablecloths and this and that and whatever. And there's stuff like just scattered across the stage. So we go, we say, they pray to the gods. We start announcing who the gods are. The first god is Asaka. Asaka is played by Alex Newell, okay? Alex Newell then starts picking stuff up off the ground and making a costume for himself, for themselves. And says, Asaka is the mother of the earth. The guy who plays Agwe, it comes out from the water and he says, I am Agwe, god of water. And he takes a blue paintbrush and smears blue paint across his face. They are literally becoming the gods of the story we are about to hear. Leia Salaga comes out. <laughs> she, <laughs> she plays, I'm sorry. She Oh, I feel it now. She there plays the goddess of, she plays the goddess of love. The goddess of love. So, and we get, okay, so they, they're they making costumes from themselves. Papa Gay comes into the two gates that are, um, like, they kind of make a teepee, not a teepee, but like a, like a little tent. And she kind of like pries the gates open and they go, and Papa Gay, the sly demon of death. So they say, Asaka, I pray to you to help my, like, food grow. I want... Agwe to not drown the food that you are helping me grow. Uh, the women pray to Erzuli, like, will you please help me find love? And everybody <laughs> kind of looks at um, uh, Papa Gay and they're like, can you get the fuck away from me? Because <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> so um, they start repeating that prayer over and over again because that's how they get through their day. Yes. Like if we pray to the gods... They will provide for us. Correct. Um, so we 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 dance because that's what we can do. That's like that's our joy in life. Uh, um, if we can, if we can dance and raise our voices to the gods, the gods will be more inclined to answer our prayers. Correct. Okay, but on the other side of the island where uh, the the living is easy, um, they have high walls and iron gates where the Grand Homme dance to a little bit of a different tune. They say, right. I'm a drink all day. We have a very fancy hotel that tourists come through. That's how we make our money. And we're just going to make our servants, you know, make sure everything is clean. We have nice clothes. We dance. Um, but we don't dance. We dance at parties. We dance to a different and tune. Yeah, they dance, they dance at parties, which is reflected at the same time by the peasants of the islands saying, we're just dancing to stay alive. Correct. So they're kind of doing the same thing, but... It, for different reasons. Um, so the storytellers come together and they say two different worlds were never meant to meet. But if the gods are involved, who's to say what's going to happen? Um, so this, so this leads us to the story of Timon. 
because there's a little girl, little Tamula, there is a little girl who is scared because there's a storm outside. And so the storytellers have come together to like tell her, tell her a story so she's not scared. Okay. So the story of Timu. Our story starts because there's a flood. Agwe, the god of uh, water, has caused a... Um, has caused a flood that has swept all these houses away, has killed many villagers. But there was one little girl who was chosen to survive the flood. She is God chosen. Agwe decided to save her. She is sheltered in a tree by Asaka. I'm going to tell you right now to remember the tree. Maybe it's important. Just remember. If you're, if you're new to this story... Just remember the tree. She was, she, so she's sheltered by the, from the flood by Asaka. She is going to be sent on a journey by the gods that will test the strength of love against the power of death. Um, so there is one small girl completely ripped away from her life. She is scared. She is finally left like on this island but she is still alone in this tree. So she kind of just stays there. Now, when the storm finally stops, two peasants are taking like a morning stroll down the road. Mama Yorley and Tonton Julian. And they basically say like, oh, thank goodness Asaka is smiling again. And he said, well, okay, this morning she was, but last night, we almost died. <laughs> Straight up. And and Mama's like, Julian, you are so wild, but just listen to what the relaxed earth has to give. And there are lots of birds singing. Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. Well, then they hear a little girl crying. And Tonton Julian goes, what kind of bird is that? <laughs> and she goes, look. And they go, oh, there's two little, there's two little, nope. Nope. She says, look, one small face, two small knees. Tonton goes, why are you up there? Which always reminds me of that vine where he's like, why are you running? <laughs> why are you running? <laughs> <laughs> um, so she goes, what's your name? Well, the girl, little girl doesn't answer. And she goes, uh. Tonton Julian goes, oh, wait, she's stuck in that tree. But the gods probably wanted to kill her last night in that flood. And Mama, Mama Yurley is like, if the gods wanted her dead, she, she would not be in it. front of us right now. Money. The gods don't make mistakes. So he goes, okay, well, if she's here, they had a reason to spare her life. And she's, they're both like, mm, it's probably best that we don't know. Okay, so they start walking away from the child. In different productions, the gods kind of stay on stage most of the time, where Erzuli is there, and she kind of just, like, god magics them. And they're like, because she's the goddess of love, she kind of makes them fall in love with the child. And he's like, we're too old to have children, and we don't, I don't have the patience. 
And Urzuli interrupts. Well, she doesn't interrupt, but she's like, and not knowing quite why, they followed their hearts back to the tree and gently lifted the girl down. And they're like, and the little girl's like, uh, no, please put me down. And they're like, oh, she can talk. So they start raising the go- uh, the the child. And they're like, we, they fall in love with her. They raise her into the best person that they can be. And so they named her, they named her Desiree Dudonay, which means God-given desire. But they called her Timun, which means little orphan. Which, excuse me, you're just walking around the town getting called orphan every day? Well, I mean, that's what she is. The orphanage. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> so she goes, she goes, why, why am I here? And they're like, because the God said so. And they're like, why? And they're like, okay, maybe there's something special for you. I'm trying to cook. Please go into your room. And she's like, what's so special? And they're like, if the gods told us everything we knew, if the gods knew, if we knew why the gods did the things that they did, then I'd be a god myself and I wouldn't have to clean this hut every day. Ain't that some truth? And she goes, I'm going to ask him. And she goes, you dumb bitch. <laughs> go do Go do anything else. Anything and else. They, okay. And one other thing, please. So they go. She grows up. She starts becoming independent. She starts dreaming about, like, why she's special. Uh, and Tauntaun's like, she has grown up. She is not the little small girl we once knew. Uh, and out comes a teenage Timon, Haley Kilgore. She is not a small girl. Baby Pipes. She is not a small girl anymore. And they go, one small girl in a tree. Because that's how they want to remember her. Mm-hmm. As just a sweet little innocent girl. I mean, they're parents. Yeah. Oh, period. Period. Okay. So as she as she comes out, we see one of the Grand Ohms drive by in a car. Well, she immediately sees this and she's like, a stranger in white, in a car, going somewhere, going far. She's like, what it must be like, what it, how it must feel to go racing wherever you please. Basically, what's it like to get to do whatever you want because you have money? Um, okay, you can't fight it because you know it's true. And the subtext behind uh, that is... What's it like to do whatever you want? Because you blend in with the white majority. Oof. Yes. Honey. So she goes, oh gods, oh gods, are you there? What can I do to make you look down and acknowledge me? Uh, I'm here in the field with my feet on the ground and my fate in the air, waiting for life to begin. And all the other peasants are like, oola, 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 oola. Background, me. I'd be so mad so, at this ensemble in the show. You don't ever stop singing. You don't ever oh, stop okay, singing. Yes. The whole show, you're just like ooa 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 ooa. Oh Jesus, ooa ooa. Like, like it never <laughs> stops. I'd be. So and they're mad. like ooa agwe ooa ooa. 
<laughs> so she goes, Mama's contented and Tauntaun accepts what he gets. Basically, my parents are happy with the life that they have, but I'm not. I want to know why why other people get to live better than I do. And I want to be a part of it. The follies of you. So she goes, uh, my stranger, one day you will arrive. Your car will stop and off. I'll hop and in. I'll hop and off. We'll drive. We'll drive. And so she has this moment of contemplation between her and the gods. It's kind of a prayer. Really? Yes. And she goes, she goes, Oh gods, please. If you're real, don't you remember that you saved me for, for a reason? She goes, wake up, look down, hear my prayer. She goes, don't single me out and then forget me. Okay, she's trying to line. Don't be bold. She being, she's brave. She's very, she's very brave. And she goes, you spared my life. Show me why. You get me to rise like a fish to the bait. Then tell me to wait. Well, I'm waiting. Waiting for life to begin. And everybody else is like, bop, bop. In a tree. Yes. Ready. Okay. So we cut to heaven? Another part of the island? We're with the gods now. We're, we're, we're wherever the gods hang out. We'll call it council. Yeah. So the gods hear her prayer. And Asaka's like, did you hear this bitch? She wants a rich light-skinned person to come and carry her away she goes here's what i should do i should find a tree all covered in mangoes juicy mangoes fat and well fed pick a mango now wait everything that follows this correlates with what the gods deal with correct so she goes i should pick a mango agwe the god of water a juicy mango erzuli goddess of love a lovely mango Papa Gay, god of death, a poison mango. Asaka goes, drop a mango and knock some sense into her head. Okay. Agwe says, we, I should just splash her with a wave. Papa Gay says, I could scare her half to death. And Erzuli, the ever clever goddess of love, says, give her what she wants. And everybody says, give her what she... Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, give you what, what she wants. And Ergu- <laughs> Erguli. Erzuli says. <laughs> Come on, Erguli. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Halloween version of Erzuli. <laughs> it's the one you get from Spirit Halloween. Stop. Okay. So she says, give her what she wants. Love has many powers. If, and this is a big if, it's as big as me. If the love is true. It can cross the earth and and withstand the storm. It can conquer. And she looks at Papa Gay, the god of death. She goes, it can conquer even you. And Papa Gay Gay says, love conquer death. I could kill her. And she goes, you could kill her. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it would stop her from loving who she loved. Not if love is what she chooses. And Papa Gay goes, that's ridiculous agwe says it's interesting and osaka says that's more amusing than the mangoes i was talking about so 
la, 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 la. So they, okay, first of all, this is some godly shit to be fucking with. They're just, they go, they go, oh, you wanted a bet? Bet. Bet. Bet Midler. Bet. <laughs> bet on it, bet on it. Literally. <laughs> she goes, they all kind of like, they kind of like do a blood oath. They don't. Um, but they, they all kind of put their, they all do a pinky promise and they all say, a journey. And Erzuli says, I will give her strength when the time is right. Asaka says, I will guide her way. Papa Gay says, I'll make her choose. And Agwe says, and I'll provide the place where two different worlds will meet tonight. And okay, here's the thing. This song is so good, it's but it's so, so but it's so early in the show, it gets trampled by every other song in the show. And it, and it doesn't help that because it's so early in the show, it blends all the, the first three songs literally blend in with each other. Yeah. So Agwe starts using his godly powers to manipulate the weather. And he's like, basically he's like, let there be no moon, let the clouds race by. Basically, I'm, I'm going to make it rain. So he says, he goes, let there be a girl walking by the sea and let there be rain. Okay. So he starts, he literally starts making it rain. Well, while he's making it rain, Daniel starts driving his car and the storytellers literally in the revival. I'm, I'm going to rev heavily reference the revival. Um, in this, I, I'll be that person. In this. It was better than the original, and I never say that because I'm always like the OG is better. But I think the this was so fucking good. So they build the 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 storytellers build a car around Isaac Newell, and he goes, "Let there be a car racing through the night where the road meets the sea." Basically, he's like, "I'm gonna make him crash, but she's gonna be there when he does it." So, so he goes, he starts riffing the word rain over and over again. So good. And then he's like, rain. Well, while he's riffing that, Daniel's car literally comes apart and he crashes. It's so cool. It's amazing. Okay. Well, because part of the deal was that Timon would be there. She's there when he crashes. <laughs> Strange. He's almost like, I'm like, not a liar. Almost like it was predetermined. So she goes, help. Help, police, help. There's no police. So, um. On that side of the island? Absolutely not. Oh, mama. What? Okay. So she goes, oh, he's, he's a grand dome. Because he has light skin. And she's like, are you here? Are, can you see me? And, and, and she goes, Oh, gods, oh, gods, you saved my life for a reason. Oh, God. And now I, basically, she goes, let's go back. <laughs> you, you saved my life for a reason. And Thank now you. I think I know why. That's wrong, too. Anyway, um, so all these, all the villagers are like, um, this man was tearing through our village 
Like, there was no tomorrow. One guy's like, uh, I was in the middle of the road, and he almost hit me. And everybody's like, he has what he deserves. <laughs> Papa Gay wants him, and Papa Gay will have him. Uh, the boy is dying before our eyes. Help him. Hide him. Papa Tauntaun. Tauntaun Julian. Sorry. Tauntaun means father. Um, says, no, <laughs> don't touch him. Papa, Papa Papa Julian says, no, don't touch him. Leave him alone. We are poor. We don't need to fuck with this. And he goes, even a wealthy man sometimes dies, which is actually a really cool line. I really like that line. I mean, it's smart. And Timun goes, yeah, Timun goes, no, please, he needs help. And he, Tauntaun goes, if this boy dies in our hands, it will be our fault. And we will go to jail. Timoon's like, I can help him. And Mama goes, if he lives, if we save this man, and he was, and the gods determined that he was supposed to die and we save him, they will be pissed at us. So either way, we we kind of, just leave him in the road. It's a lose-lose, baby. Eat the rich. Don't save him. Okay. <laughs> So the, they say, the only thing that will save the boy's life is to send him back to his world. And Timon goes, the only thing that can save this boy's life is me. Period. The she boldness. says, period. The boldness. She says, she says I know I w- this was why I was saved. I was saved to save him. And he goes, and Tauntaun goes, she goes, please. And Tauntaun Julian goes, Okay, I'm gonna find out where he comes from. I'm 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 gonna go to the city, and at least tell them that we have him. Mama goes, Julian, no, and he goes, I will find where he. I'm I'm gonna find who he is, and soon. But until I return, Timun, it's up to you. And he sets off on the road towards the Black Mountains. You know what? The, okay, what? Let's be a lesson, y'all. It is not your job to save a man. Point. Blank, okay, and well, we're going to barrel period. right past that. <laughs> because. I I feel attacked. <laughs> like, I just baffled. I'm baffled. She's like, but mama, I'm supposed to save him. And I'm like, baby girl, baby girl. No, ma'am. But sometimes you can't look past that. <laughs> look, uh-uh. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Stop. Don't. It's not like you told me that a year ago. <laughs> Where were you a year ago, BJ? It's not that we weren't there. It's that someone didn't listen. Anyway. So the peasants take him back to the village. The peasants take him back to the village, BJ. <laughs> and they go. And the and Papa Gay says, this is a, who says what in this show is very important. It's extremely important. Papa Gay says, and her long vigil began. One day gone by. Two days gone by. Basically, this boy hasn't died and everybody's like, isn't he supposed to be dead? And they're like, well, if it hadn't been for Tamu, he'd be dead. Um, But look, she's taking care of him. Well, Mama comes in and says, you need to sleep and to eat. Maybe take a bath. But you can't keep going the way you're going. And Tim Moon goes, Mama, shh, 
First of all, never shush your mama. Adopted or not. Baby, unless you want to die. Have I, look, I've shushed my mother once. Once. And it was once. The keyword, once. Okay. Didn't end well for me. So, all they said, all they're like, they're like, the boy is meant to die, but, okay, so, the gods are looking down at a boy that's meant to die, but a girl has placed herself in the way. Period. What can we do but pray? So, three days have gone by, and now guess what? Four days have gone by. He's still alive. Um... Okay, so everybody's like, nothing but trouble looms ahead. Where's Tauntaun Julian? Arrested, lost, or dead. Okay, then we get to Tauntaun Julian. The stage goes black, but he's got a candle illuminating his, his face. And he goes, Asaka, mother of earth, guide the feet of myself. Hear my, pra- my prayer. Which way is there? Which way do I need to go? Which way leads me home? Because if he can get there, all he needs to do is turn around and go home. So, Timon is still there trying to take care of this boy. And she's like, Mom, shut the fuck up. And Mama's like, your father is lost because of you. Can't you see? And they kind of sing together, but uh, Timon's singing about Daniel. Mama is singing about Tauntaun Julian. She's like, can't you see that he's in danger? What can I do to convey that message to you? Okay. So, Mama kind of prays and says, where's my Julian? Okay, we'll cut to Julian, Tauntaun Julian. Julian's finally at the gates and says, hey, guess, there's a gate at the Hotel Bazaar. And he says, hey, I need to tell you something. And the gatekeeper's like, you're poor. And he's like, I have, can I please tell you something? And he's like, get the fuck away. And he's like, can you please listen to me? And he gets slapped. And he's like, I found the man's son. And he's like, please come in. So. (laughs) He said, you look poor. I was like, oh, that's me. All right, relatable. So basically. They're like, Papa Gay is coming back to get what's his. Oh, but everybody's like, Papa Gay, don't come around me. Well, everybody is like, let's just pray. Thoughts and prayers. Okay. So we cut back to... These are different kind of thoughts and prayers, though. They're kind of like, can this guy die? With action behind them. Period. So Timun says, sure as the wave needs to be near the shore. You are the one I was intended for. Deep in your eyes, I saw the God's design. Now my life is forever yours and you are mine. She goes, excuse me. She says, I am a tree. Holding away the storm. Not the luck. luck. (laughs) Here in my arms. I'll keep you safe and warm. Now here's a dare. Even the gods won't dare to cross this line. 
where my life is forever yours and you are mine now daniel's kind of better daniel nope dylan can i have another shot please yes, and of course you can. Oh, we're living bold i'm into that so uh he goes uh we'll race away in a car a silver ass moon it's got like a 90s feel to it. Yeah. And the storm will turn to sun. It's very 90s DreamWorks. Like, Quest of Camelot, yeah. Anastasia. Like, it's that kind of vibe. Yeah. And they're like, basically, we're together. We're together. Truly the gods meant this to be a sign that my life is forever yours. And you are... Thank you. Oh, this is a this was very well timed. Cut to baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> Come on with it. <laughs> baby girl, you stay on my mind, fulfill my fantasy. You okay. got to get the lawsuit. I think you. <laughs> I think about you all the time. I see you in my dreams. I sing that to Killian all the time. And Karina's like, can you please stop? <laughs> um, so they say, my they together, T-Moon and Daniel say, right. my life is forever yours. And you are Papa Gay comes out of nowhere. Oh, I need to cut that. And says, <laughs> it's not placed right. I can already tell. Mine. There. Do you know what? Do you know what note I always get confused with? Is, What's that? Um, because like, because they're like, and you, and like it comes in with like the the crescendo of the note. But like for me, it's always um, I always get confused with um, Eliza's um, the oh. The right before, where is he, Alexander? Yes. Did he do this? Alexander, like that? did the, you know? In my head, I'm like, it's the, it's the same instantaneous okay. crescendo note. Okay, but did you hear what I just did? <laughs> what? Anyway, I was singing and I actually hit our note correctly Proud of for you. once in my life. Okay, so Papa Gay go, Papa Gay comes out and says, "Arrogant fool, think you can hold back death." This boy is mine. I am his dying breath. Sure is the grave. You must accept what is. Now his life is forever mine. And T-Moon goes, take mine. Oh, baby what? girl, that's a white girl mistake. We don't do this. Papa Gay says, what? <laughs> and T-Moon goes, take my life, my soul for his. And Papa Gay goes, I, let me make something abundantly, abundantly clear. clear. I am the road leading to no return. I'm the secret of life nobody wants to learn. I am the car racing towards distant shores. Tim Moon says, now his life is forever mine. And Papa Gay at the same time sings, your life is forever mine. And T-Moon to Papa Gay says, and I am yours. Whew. Okay. So here's the thing. Tauntaun Julian comes home with some guards from the Hotel Bazo. 
and they take Daniel home. And Timu's like, you can't take him home. And they're like, hi, he lives on a different part of this island where they have medical advances we don't have. He could live. <laughs> so you gotta let him go. <laughs> Hashtag, who the fuck are you? I'll wait. Chosen by the gods. Okay, so don't now we get a history lesson. Ooh. Period. So now we literally get a history lesson. We go into the song called The Sad Tale of the Bazo. And the first line is, a history lesson. <laughs> some say, some say, some say. Basically what happens is this man in the time of Napoleon came to the island and this man named Armand, Armand settled here. He had money. He built this big mansion. He was married to a very pretty lady. She was pale and blonde. Okay. Armand. But Armand. But here's the thing. Armand had an aff- had affairs with the women who served him. Black peasant girls from the visit village beyond. Armand. Okay. So here's the thing. And the loveliest one had a son. A beautiful child. The color of coffee mixed with cream. How you doing? The beautiful one. The beautiful son. Bozom. Okay, here's the thing. This whole thing in the revival happens in a, uh, like a, uh, uh, oh, what's that called? It's not scrim. It is it scrim? Mm. It's like a sheet. They do it through shadows. It's scrim. Yes, yes thank you. Yeah, yeah. So um, he has a son, and the son grew up um, and began a war against his father. Um, blacks fought against the French, and they hated Napoleon, so they fought for their island. And guess what, Mama? They won. They won. Well, Armand sailed away to France, and he said... With the rest of the shot. Uh, um, the 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 son says, "What is his is now mine." But as so many people do when they lose, Armand cursed the land, which is what you're gonna do on your deathbed. I just know it. Maybe I have to die first. And he goes, "I curse my son. I curse his sons." generations in advance and he goes your black blood will keep you forever on this island while your heart yearns to be in france so, the unlucky one oh go ahead no i was gonna say so essentially it's a it's a curse saying you are going to want to be a part of white society but because you betrayed me you'll always be black the unlucky one, the unlucky son, Bazong, Bazong. So he goes, uh, they despise us for our blackness. It reminds them where they're from. The sad, sad tale of the Bazong. Mm-hmm. And they all up. spit on the ground. Mm-hmm. And they go, fuck off. Well, here's the thing. Because Timoon can't let one damn thing go, she looks at her mama and daddy and they go, she's like, I have to go. I have to go check on him. And they're like, 
You really don't. You really and she goes, I have to go. I, 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 I can hear my drums beating for him. The gods are dancing for me, mama. She's like, please give me your blessing and let me go. Because I'm not going to go if you don't. But if you do, I will. And, 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 and mama says, there's nothing I can say. Well, that's not true. And she says, regardless, I'm going to check on him because the drums beat for me. And that's when yeah. then Mama Uralia says, well, What can I say to stop you? Who am I to stop you? Yeah, she's like, Now that you've heard your drums and seen your dancers. And she goes, Now that you think you know everything, who, who am I to stop you? Which she goes, just... Oh, listen, this is a song. This is a parents and and and, ch- and child song. It is literally and the it, definition of growing up, is what this song yeah. is. Because the kid thinks they know better. The parent actually knows better, but you, as the parent, you can't tell the kid, wait, no, I actually know better, because they literally have to do it themselves, or yeah. the wisdom is lost on them. So she goes, she goes, okay. She goes, but I won't be there to guide your way. To braid your hair or dry your tears. This isn't the melody. I'm so sorry, everyone. Uh, She goes, I won't be there like I have been in your life. What you are, we made you. What we gave you, took. And now you're leaving without ever looking back. Yeah. With no thank you. With nothing. She goes, but you'll find some other boy to save. Some other life that you can share. Your heart is young. New dreams are everywhere. She goes, just just be careful with your choices. And Timon says, I've chosen. And my dreams are, are, are down that road that Tonton Julian just came back from. And he goes, you're a child, Timon. The roads are hard and dangerous. The cities are miles away. And even if you get there, even if you get to the Hotel Bazome, You'll never get through the gate. And she goes, I will get there, Tauntaun. I will get through the gates. I'm not a child any longer. I'm not a child, Daddy. Okay, enough, Ariel. So (laughs) she goes, what I am, you made me. What you gave, I owe. But if I think about it, I won't leave. And they go, 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 go. Just go. It's not rude. They they actually come around to her side. Well, I think and it's they also go, the idea of being like, it will go. You're going to find out the hard way then, I guess, that yeah. life isn't the way you want it. Yeah. So she leaves. Well, here it is, Mama. Are you ready? Listening. The bop of the show. Honey. And they so she starts out on her dr- her journey. Well, do you remember the God's agreement from the beginning? Asaka says, I will guide her way. Sure will. Well, here we go. We get the storytellers telling the girl. Okay. Now, remember, this is a hall of story to the little girl in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they say, but on this island, the earth sings as soon as the storm ends. And as Timun set out, she realized she was walking with old friends. 
the bird. Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. Cuckoo. Okay. The trees. The tree. Wait. The frogs. I have to do an octave up because I'm a I'm a I I can't do. I, can't. I was like I was like bum bum bum. Okay, baby. All right. And the breezes. Yeah. So nature is all around her, looking out for her. Kiss the girl. T Moon lost all her fear because who? Mama. Asaka. Mama Earth. Whoopi Goldberg. Alex Newell was there. Whoopi Goldberg was Mother Nature and Captain Planet. Or she was Gaia and Captain Planet. And he goes, and she goes, and Mother Earth goes, and Asaka goes. You never been away from the sea, child. You never been to this part of the island. You're gonna need a helping hand. A fish has got to learn to walk on land. Walk with me, little girl. Let don't you be afraid. Vocal crack. Follow me, little girl. Let me be your guide. She goes, basically, if you walk with me, whatever you need, Mama, Mama, Mama Earth, I'll provide. She goes, down the road, little girl, you may lose your way. Mm. All the alone in a world that may seem too wide. But if you just ask me for help, I'm going to help you. And whatever you need, Mama will provide. I'll provide you moss, moss to soften the road. Oh, shit. Rocks to sit on. To sit on. Trees to sleep to underneath. underneath. Sand, fun for Sand, your toes. Fun for your toes. Oh, shit. Um, plantain. To fill up your belly. Breeze. To fan your face. Grass for making your bed. And Timoon Timoon tries to fucking help. And she goes, mosquitoes? And everybody goes, ha! Why would I provide that? She goes, bugs will bite, little girl, and the night will fall. All alone in the dark, you'll be terrified. But you will make it through. Because I actually fucking like you. you And whatever you need, mama will provide. And in riffs. Mama will provide. Mama will provide. I want to provide. Okay, and then Alex does this amazing riff. I'm going to do it an octave down because I'm drunk and I no, don't need to do it in the it actual. We'll but I have, I have used this as an audition. She goes, I want to provide. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. And she goes. Walk with me, little girl, and I'll take you far. Round each bend, little friend, I'll be by your side. That's what your mama's worth. To give her child the... Yes, to give her child the earth and whatever you need. And everybody's like, listen, she's here. She's going to provide for you. And she's like, mama Mama will. Mama will. Provide. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, you just, so she starts so her journey. High. And why? Because she can. And that's what we live for. Period. So they go, they go, but how'd she get there? And they go, 
Some say ba da ba, and they start talking about how Timun actually got to the city. And they say, some say, some say her feet were bare and the road was long and cruel. Some say, some say she got a ride from a vendor and his mule. This is my favorite part. They go, some say, the gods pulled up in a car and they drove her all the way. Well, no one knows how the real truth goes, but that's what some say. So the little girl who is being told the story, she goes, how long did it take her? Much longer than your nose. And was she ever frightened? Oh, uh, wait. Wait, what? I was like, longer than and your nose. And how long last. did it? Yes. I skipped something. Anyway, she goes, and was she ever frightened? Or was her love too strong? Or did she know she'd end up in our story and our song? So basically, she's like, Tamoon just knew that she was walking. But she knows she was finally going to be fucking famous. And she go, they go, what happened when Tamoon finally reached the city? And they go, some say, some say they laughed at her because her peasant feet were bare because she didn't have shoes. Some say, some say the vendor man gave her shoes too small to wear. And the god said, put on your shoes. It's the price you have to pay. The shoes were tight, but she said, and in the recording, the little girl goes, right for no reason it's just so stupid and she goes you're like ma'am it's and she goes and she goes basically she gets to the hotel bazaar but the guard stops her but the but the but the guard the gods look down and basically like blessed her into the city so she got to go see she got into the city and she goes, some say, some say she scrubbed the floors till she learned where he was kept. Because she's trying to find Daniel. Some say she climbed a window. Wait, some say she climbed a vine to the window where he slept. And then some say the gods just lifted her up and they're like, I'm so tired of watching you. Please, just here he is. Well, no one knows how the real truth goes. It all depends what you hear from friends. It's no surprise if it's all just lies, but that's what some say. Okay, so she goes, she checks on Daniel. Daniel does not remember who she is. It's very Little Mermaid in the sense that Eric doesn't remember who Ariel is. And she's like, I can tell you dream. I can, I, I know about your scar. And he's like, oh. And she's like, let me stay here. And he's like, Nah. And she's like, let me stay here, though. And he's like, okay. Okay, here's the thing. Then we get one of the most intimate songs of musical theater. Maybe. Or at least the show. But I'm going to say of musical theater. So while this scene is happening, Daniel... T-Moon is taking care of Daniel. But the singer of this song is Erzuli, the goddess of love. And she's actually singing it to the little girl that the story's being told to. This song is called The Human Heart. And it's so fucking good. She goes, Ooh. This is the ensemble. And then Leia Salonga comes out and she goes, The courage of a dreamer. 
the innocence of youth, the failures and the foolishness that lead us to the truth, that hopes that make us happy, the hopes that don't come true, and all the love that ever was. And she kind of looks at the little girl and she says, I see this all in you. And she goes, if I can, if I can, if I can part some wisdom to you, you are part, part of the human heart. You are part of all who took the journey and managed to endure. So basically, love conquers all. Baby. Lady Cluck from Robin Hood. She charges into the woods. Yes, she goes, the ones who knew such tenderness, the ones who felt so sure. She goes, the ones who came before you, the others yet to come, and those who you will teach it to, and those you learn it from. This is basically a lesson in that love connects us all. And if there is one through line in this universe, it's love. And she goes, you are part, part of the human heart. So then she goes, okay, this is the thing. She goes, are you ready? She goes, this is the gift I give. Through your love, you'll live forever. You are part, part of the human heart. So basically, it's a little bit of foreshadowing. But if there's who? Come on. If there's one thing that lives forever, it's love. True love. Okay. Okay. So they have sex. (laughs) (laughs) So they fucking. They have sex. These light skinners, I've been telling y'all, we can't be trusted. I'm not allowed to uh, respond to that comment. Thank you. You're learning. learning. (laughs) I want to learn. So. I want to learn. So then we get to the song Gossip. So. It's all, it's an ensemble number. So, that, which is not a bad thing. <laughs> it's an ensemble number. But you know somebody's doing a quick change. Now they go, now what could he want with a woman like that? Blacker than coal and low as dirt. He could have the world but takes a peasant. Perhaps his brain is hurt. Look how she holds him and touches and attends him. The boy believes she can make him well. She has him in a spell. And he, she goes, I have a gift for you. And he goes, what is it? And she goes, a charm. If you wear it next to your heart, it won't, it's going to make you better. And he goes, you're my charm. Without you, I'll never be whole. Oh, liar. Elwood's gift she where goes, she's eating the chocolate. Me. Literally what I was about to say. And she goes, I'll never leave you, Daniel. And he goes, now what to do? Wait. Now what do you make of a peasant like her? Putting on airs without a doubt when the boy is well and does not heed her. Soon he'll throw her out. And he goes, soon I'll be dancing and I'll be dancing with you. But for now, 
walk slowly. And he goes, he goes, you have to walk even slower than me. And he goes, why? And she goes, and he goes, so I can catch you. And, he, and so his dad comes out and he goes, he goes, basically, stop, stop, stop. He goes, you're my son. You'll do what needs to be done, no matter what you, what you feel. So he goes, so here's, here's an important part. They go, the boy may keep her here forever, but I can tell you this. They'll never stand before a priest. Whoop. Baby. Okay. Well, it's a whole thing and it's coming up. So they go back to his room and this is the song. This is the song where I'm going to ask the question I ask in every episode. But I'll ask it in a second. So. Daniel comes out and says. Some girls take hours to paint every perfect nail. Fragrant as flowers. All powdered and prim and pale. But you are as... But you... But you are as wild as that windblown tree. Found it. As dark and as deep as the midnight sea. While they're busy dressing, you lie here warm and bold. Some girls you picture, some, some you hold. So, some girls take courses at all the best schools in France where they learn how to dance and ride horses and they're very pretty. And he goes, but you see the world through a child's wide eyes. Their dreams are grand. Basically, some girls, some girls you learn from, some you, some you teach. Teach. There we go. That's it. And he goes, you are not small talk, small talk, small talk, or fancy cars. Or mirrors or French cologne. Ooh. You are the river, the moon, the stars. You're no one I've ever known. Some girls take pleasure in buying a fine trousseau. Counting each treasure and tying each tiny bow. Basically. They fold up their futures. With perfumed hands, while you face the future with no demands. Some girls expect things thinking nothing of. He goes, some girls you marry, some you love. It's a very pretty song, but I'm going to ask why do men? Honey, why do men? It's, I, I skip it every time. I'm like, no, fuck boys, don't get a song. Thank you, next. Hey, basically, he says, you're pretty, but I'm not ever going to marry you. You good enough to fuck, baby. Okay. Girl. But I can't take you. So he goes. So here we go. We get to. Oh, no. Oh, no. I. Hello. Hello. Oh, okay. I found one part of it. So. 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 Hold on. So we get to the hotel. Mm. And we get to the ball. And Andrea is there. Andrea. Maybe the goop of the city. Oh. 
Okay, some people think she's the um um villain of this show. But she's not. But she's really not. Okay, so we get to it and she goes, uh she goes, Where where's Timoon, basically? Yeah. Um and uh Timoon comes out and she's like, Hi, I help Daniel. She goes, I'm so happy to meet you. I've heard you were very pretty. You're very pretty. You're, you're very, very pretty. Uh, but I heard you dance because you're... Basically, the underlying whole tone of this moment is, I heard you dance because you're poor. It, I mean, am I right or am I wrong? Yes, it's... Uh, I heard that you dance the way you dance because that's all that you have. And I would like to see it. I, I would like to see it. So, Timoon dances. This is not a song so much as a, a, a dance break. That is in and of itself. Timoon dances from her, from her soul. But it's important and, to note that she does not dance because she asks. She dances because um, Daniel says, dance for me. Yeah, so she dances, and she actually gets some of the Grand Ohms to dance with her. Okay, so they dance. They dance, and it's very beautiful. And it is very, um... It, it, it's from the core of a being. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it mean, you can tell it means something. Okay, so Andrea says, Well, it's very clear. She's in love with you. Daniel, if you care, if you care at all, you must tell her. And Timon says, what? She goes, my dear mademoiselle, I have something to say. Something I fear that was left unsaid. This is, people think Andrea's the the villain of the show. She's literally the really hero. Not. She's literally the hero. Well, She's, she's not like, the hero, she is, but... Is that we're playing on an uneven field, and I'm about to put you on the even field. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. She goes, many thanks for all you've given, Daniel, but please do not be misled. I, she goes, you dance very well. I pray you dance for Daniel and for me when we are wet. They're betrothed. Maybe they're engaged. And Daniel says... Andre and I have been promised to each other since we were children. That's how things are denty to Moon. It's expected. And she goes, Daniel, please no. And he goes, there is always a place for you here. And she goes, we'll race away in a car. And Daniel says, I can't change who I am or where I'm from. And she goes, as silver as the moon. And he goes, I wish it could be done. And she goes, we'll live beside the sea. We'll have children and a garden and a tree. He goes, I thought you understood. We can never marry. Bitch! <laughs> at what point? When did you say at it? At what point? When did you say it? I would like roll back the tapes. Tim Moon gets very upset. Naturally. She goes, and she goes, oh, gods, oh, gods, are you there? Okay, here we go. Because we have reached the climax of the story, well, guess who's back? 
Papa Gay. Baby. And they we, says. We love a lone shark. Papa Gay goes. There were promises made in the dark. Promises made in your sleep. Promises the gods demand you keep. Wah, 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 wah. She goes, you gave him love. Love he would soon betray. You gave him life. I'm, because we made this deal, I'm the price you pay. Sure is the grave. You must accept what is. Now your life is forever mine. And Timon goes, please don't. And Papa Gay goes, oh, you don't want to die? Trade your life for his. Wow, wow. We love a plot twist. And she goes, she goes, what? She goes, you saved him. He loved you and he betrayed you. Why should you die for him? This, Kill him. If nothing else, it's the number one reason why I'm Papa Gay. Absolutely, period.com slash edu slash gov. <laughs> and she goes, I can't help it. I can't help it. Everybody goes, Kill him. Corinne, are you listening to this? Isn't it wild? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's like, Mm hmm. So, She's like, Yes, thank she you goes, so much. She goes, kill him. Kill the love you feel for him. Prove that death is stronger than love. Because again, what is this all? A fucking bet between the gods. Bet on it, bet on it. She goes, prove the death is stronger than love and you can have your life back. Just as if you've never loved at all. Okay, she goes... I am the road leading to no return. Now here, now wait, now hold on, pause for the cause. Do you remember the bet between the gods? Maybe. Erzuli said, I will give her strength when the time is right. Well, mama, guess when the time is right. Honey, it's right now. She, Papa Gay goes, I am the road leading to no return. Erzuli, the courage of a dreamer. Secret of life, finally his to learn. Yes. She's like, so she's singing part of the human heart while Papa Gay is like, hey, remember, I'm the god of death and you're going to choose my side anyway. So they go, now his life is forever mine. Timon goes up to fucking kill Daniel. And she, like, makes the killing strike, and she goes to stab him, and she can't do it. Mm. Because she loves him. Because she's weak. (laughs) Enough of you. (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Holy. Okay, I can't look at this song or I'm going to cry. No, this is the one that I knew was going to get you. Okay, so, so Daniel turns around. Okay, so Daniel turns around and says, he goes, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, Daniel, no, you don't understand. Well, I mean, she's got a knife in her hand, so it's yeah. kind of, sign still delivered. So, I'm yours. Come on, yes, baby. I did get enough muffins. So, so, Daniel throws her out of the city. Okay. Daniel throws her out of the city. 
and she spends two weeks at the gates of the city begging to be let back in. Nobody lets her in. First of all, she doesn't really address it the correct way because she's like, I'm the mistress of Daniel Bazaar. Okay, mama, don't say mistress. <laughs> Not what we say. Not in these streets, honey. That's, that's, the fir- that's the first thing. Okay. During that time, she does not sleep. She does not eat for two weeks. Which is dumb. And impossible. But, like, it's a musical, so we're going to let it go. Where there's God. So, like. Sure. So, at the end. So, at the end, Daniel and Andrea get married. There is a, there is a, um, belief in their community that if they are to walk out of the town and throw coins at the peasants, the wealth that they dispel multiplies and they will be fruitful in life. Well, because... Oh, fuck. BJ, I'm not ready for this. I'm not going to do it. But I'm I'm ready for this. Because uh, Timun is at the gates, Daniel sees her. And he goes over and he places a coin in her hand and he kisses her on the cheek symbolizing that he still does love her but it's not the world that he's a part of so she leaves <sighs> if y'all thought i wasn't gonna cry in this episode you are so sadly i, I knew mistaken. exactly when you would cry in this mm-hmm. episode i knew exactly when it would happen timoon dies she starves to death because she she can't let go of of what has happened mm-hmm Here's the saddest, the saddest part of the whole, the whole show. The people who find her are her mother and father. Mm. My God, the ones who warned her. Yeah. So, Mama Urali, Urali comes out and says. Oh, T-Moon, oh, T-Moon, you will always be a part of us. Well, then little T-Moon sings, too. The little little girl they have told this whole story to sings, uh, Oh, T-Moon, oh, T-Moon. Well, then her dad joins in, too, and goes, You will always be a part of us. Oh, T-Moon. Okay, so this is why God shouldn't be fucking involved in (laughs) people's lives. The gods kind of see what they do or have done Mm. to this girl. (laughs) And the gods begin... We're going to fuck up your life. Sorry about it. Yeah. The fuck? Well, the (laughs) the gods begin to cry tears of compassion for T-Moon, who... Who proved that love could withstand the storm, which is said by Agwe. Asaka says love could cross the earth. And Papa Gay says love can even survive in the face of death. So the gods go to Timun's body. And like, I see this as them taking her soul, not so much her body. Yeah. And they say, 
Erzuli took her by the hand and led her to the sea, where Agwe wrapped her in a wave and laid her to her rest. And in the revival, she goes to Papa Gay and they say, And Papa Gay was gentle as he carried her to shore. So basically, like, Papa Gay, the whole one who put this into motion, finally respects the deal that they made and finally realizes that, like, if it's true love, it's, 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 it's powerful enough to even conquer death. Because in the revival, um, what's her name? Meryl Dandridge bows to T-Moon at this part. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is absolutely fucking amazing. Um, and, and, and Papa Gay carries her to Asaka and Asaka and Asaka, uh, 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 um, carries her to shore. And Asaka accepted her and held her to her breast. So they say, here's the thing. Her soul was carried to heaven by the gods, but they blessed her and they turned her into, what did I tell you to remember earlier? A tree, baby. They turned her into a tree. A tree that sprung up and broke the barrier between the Hotel Bazo and the rest of the island so that the gates would never close again. A tree that lived forever and sheltered both sides of the island, peasants and the Grand Om, a tree, and this is all sung by the people that it's affecting. So Daniel sings this part and he goes, a tree that watched over Daniel for his lifetime, a tree in which his children played. So we, this is the finale of the whole show. So they say, one day, as Daniel's young son sat in the shade of the tree, he noticed, he noticed a beautiful young peasant girl high in the branches, looking out into the world, and the spirit of Timon, Timon, whoops, I'm Timon. so sorry. Timon, <laughs> I'm so sorry. The spirit of Timon um, and Pumbaa, baby. <laughs> Stop. The spirit of Timon touched their hearts and set them free to love. Hmm. So this whole, so at the end of the show, nobody is really their character anymore. They're, um. Storytellers. They're not, not, they're not, not their characters. They're just like. They're um, they're like shadows of their characters. In my head, like it's like they've gone back to being generic. Yeah, yeah. They're not a sock anymore, but you know that Alex Newell is still being right. the Asaka character. Okay, show. It sets them free to love, and she stands against the lightning and the thunder, and she shelters and protects us from above, and she fills us with the power and the wonder of her love. So basically, Timon and her undying love for this boy is why we tell the story. So they say, yeah, so they sit the little girl down and they say, if you listen very hard, you'll hear her call us to come shelter her with laughter and our tears. And as mysteries and miracles befall us through the years. We tell the story. Well, then they start listing off reasons why we tell the story. Love they say, is life is why we tell the story. Pain is why we tell the story. Love is why we tell... Love is the important reason we tell the story. Honey. 
grief is why we tell the story. Hope is why. Faith is why. And then with this cute little girl that they have told this entire story to and the center of the stage, they all turn to her and they say, you are why we tell the story. We tell Which is so fucking... We're not there yet! We're not there yet. So they go, you are why we tell the story. And they go, so they look to her and... Stop it. They, they look to her and they go... So I hope you you will tell this tale tomorrow. It will help your heart remember and relive. It will help you feel the anger and the sorrow. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You remember that light pole I told you about that's just been laying on the stage for the whole time? That's part of the set. They literally raise it up. And it becomes the tree that T-Moon turns into. It's literally just been laying on stage for the entire time. The whole time. And they turn it into a tree. And they go, they go, it will help you feel the anger and the sorrow. And T-Moon walks out. And she goes, and I hope it helps you forgive too. For all the ones we live and we believe, our lives become the stories that we weave so basically our whole history is what we deem important and if we keep telling that story that is what people will learn from correct so this the story of timoon loving full-heartedly is what is what we have decided is important so timoon the the Haley kilgore the actress Climbs the pole and is like, is the tree. While the little girl has everybody gather around her and echoes the beginning. And she goes, there is an island. She literally starts telling the, the beginning of the story again. Mm-hmm. She goes, there is an island where the rivers run deep. Where the seas sparkle in the sun and it has earned its name Jewel of the Antilles. An island where the poorest peasants live and the wealthiest wealthiest of grand own play and on this island we tell the story we tell what the story. <laughs> and then it ends bah, bah. yeah <sighs> it's such a good show it's so good it's so good yeah okay are we going to talk about the revival we saw Oh my god. Okay, so the very important part of the revival that we saw, which was honestly just very, very good. Um, my favorite part of the revival was that uh, this actress did not do this on purpose. She just was. The the goddess uh, the, the woman who played Erzuli, the goddess of love, who sings the human heart, she was pregnant in real life. Mad pregnant. And so <laughs> when she came out and sang the human heart, she like held her stomach and she like kind of sang to herself and the actors, but it was just like this intimate moment between like her unborn child and, and the actors. And I'm like, this adds a layer that like is not normally in the show, Correct. but like she had this headdress that was like Christmas lights. So it like lit up and that was like pretty much all that was lit up on stage. And she like, held her stomach and i'm like this is 
fucking beautiful. Another funny story is that when I saw the show, um, it was the first time I ever saw the show. So from the from the moment the mom found T-Moon until the end, I uh, sobbed as if I watched somebody <laughs> die in front of me for real, real. And then uh, we went into the lobby and I was still crying so hard that the music director came up to me and was like, <laughs> are you okay? And I was like, it was so good. And he was like, yeah, it's a, it's a rough story, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it, it is. is. Yeah. Oh, my God. But uh, when we, Kelly as Papa Gay was so good. So good. I just, like, what a show. Like, it, it really is a, a good example of the idea that colorism isn't enough to stop love and it nor should it be did you have fun oh my god i had so much fun you know i always have so much fun with these i'm i'm glad you did this one with us i'm glad i'm glad you were here i mean absolutely like i mean (laughs) i i honestly this makes me even more excited for color purple that's gonna be a mess it's i'm ready I'm going to tell you, it's not going to be anytime soon. It's it's down the road. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even if I have to stand it out. Gonna stand out, stand out. Goofy Thank movie? So anyway. Thank you so much. Okay. Do you have anything to plug? Um, I do. I have a podcast um, called Fandom Encounters. Uh, it is a Percy Jackson D&D podcast where I play a sorcerer and she is a teenager and she's wild and she's awesome. She's a lot of fun. Um, so check that out. Why are you flipping me off? I'm a good person. Because somehow I'm not a part of that. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So like a drunk person who has drunk too much. And the end of any show, Mm. it's time to black out.